This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. My name is Matt. We cover the nine teams that make up the now defunct Southwest Conference. Today we'll be previewing Pac-12. But first, you can find us find this podcast on most podcast apps like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and Google Podcasts. If you like the podcast, consider subscribing or following. And if you do, please leave a review if you are so inclined. Please follow me on Twitter at Matt D. Workman and follow the podcast at SWC. CFB. So before we get started into the preview portion of the podcast, we're going to talk about some of the news of the day. Um, and we're going to go back to yesterday, Monday, where the University of Texas and University of Oklahoma informed the Big 12 that it was not going to renew its grant of rights for this media contract beyond the current contract with ends in uh, the 2020 after the following the 2024 2025 academic year and then today it released a statement in which it said the University of Texas and the University of Oklahoma request invitations for membership to the Southeastern Conference or the SEC starting on July 1 2025 we believe that it would be mutual benefit to the universities on the one hand and the SEC on the other hand for the universities to become members of the SEC. We look forward to the prospect of discussions regarding this matter. Sincerely, and it's signed by Jay Hartzell, the president of the University of Texas, and Joseph Haraz, the president of the University of Oklahoma. Following that, later on 
in the day, the Big 12 Conference, or the commissioner of the Big 12 Conference, Bob Bowlesby, released a statement which stated that the Big 12 Conference has learned that the University of Oklahoma and University of Texas have submitted formal requests to the SEC to be considered for membership beginning with the 2025-2026 athletic year. The events of recent days have verified that the two schools have been contemplating and planning for transition for months, and this formal application is the culmination of these processes. We are unwavering in the belief that the Big 12 provides an outstanding platform for its members, athletic and academic success. We face the challenges head-on, and we have confidence the Big 12 will continue to be vibrant and successful entity in the near term and into the foreseeable future. Well, Bob Bowlesby may be the only one that has that positive outlook regarding the Big 12. Most people think that this is just its a death knell for the Big 12 conference that they are going to eventually dissolve and either be eaten up by other conferences one way or another. Um, now, there is a possibility that they could be aggressive and try to add members to the, to the existing eight for after the 2025 academic year. Uh, most people believe that the University of Oklahoma and Texas will not be playing in the Big 12 for four more years and won't, won't wait till 2025 to start with the SEC, that they'll negotiate it down and pay a buyout or whatever, and in a year or two be in the SEC, in which case the Big 12 needs to either find replacement members to go, like four more members to go back to 12 so that the moniker Big 12 actually makes sense or expand further, do a uh, combination with some conference, whether it be the American Athletic Conference or the Pac-12 Conference, whatever the case may be, and um, expand beyond its current members, which is eight. Now, some additional news is that the Big 12 um, Board of Presidents, Board of Directors, whatever they call it, or not the Big 12, the SEC Board of Directors or University presidents have a meeting scheduled for Friday, or Thursday, I'm sorry, and then the both the University of Texas and the University of Oklahoma have announced that they have a Board of Regents meeting for that following Friday. So you can kind of read the tea leaves. Texas and Oklahoma petitioned for entrance into the SEC on Tuesday, and then on Thursday, the SEC has a meeting, which they will vote, most likely vote on UT and Oklahoma entering the conference. And then on Friday, the Board of Regents for the universities will accept the invite to the SEC. And then we're off. So once that happens, it is going to be the Wild West. And college football is going to be forever changed. Rivalries that have been around for hundreds of years are dissolved, and it's just, it's sad, and it, I don't like it. Um, selfishly, as a fan of one of those teams in the Big 12, it is uh, concerning for my team. It's concerning for other teams in the Big 12, um, and I, I don't like it, and I wish it wasn't happening, but it is what it is. We live in the world that we live in, and we can only control the things we control, and that's something that's something I can control, so... We just have to wait out the news. It seems like it changes day by day, and we will still watch college football. We'll still comment on the games, and it may be a little bit different college football, but nonetheless, 
it will be college football. So with that out of the way, let's go ahead and jump into what the actual podcast is about, and that is going to be a preview of the Pac-12 Conference. Now, the Pac-12 Conference um, is a little bit different than the previous conferences I previewed. They've had a clear number one team, and then a lot of, then maybe a second tier, then a lot of third and fourth tier teams. This one is a little bit different to where I think there's a, each division, the north and the south, I think there's a clear number one team in the division, but I think those two teams, it's not really clear who could win the conference. So we're just going to start from the, at the on the north, and you have Oregon, Washington, California, Stanford, Washington State, and Oregon State. I think you can clearly say Oregon's the top team. And then I think at the bottom, you can probably clearly state it's going to be either Washington State or Oregon State. I, I picked Oregon State to be 4-8. and eight. I picked, I have Oregon going 10 and 2. Closely behind Oregon, I have Washington going 9 and 3. Um, I have, I think I'm pretty, I'm pretty high on Cal and I'm pretty low on Stanford. So I have Cal going 6 and 6 and making a bowl game and I have Stanford at a 4 and 8. And I have Washington State at 5 and 7 and Oregon State at 4 and 8. So, and I think it's just basically, I think Oregon State's getting better. They're just not there yet, but I mean, they're making progress. It's just going to, it's going to be a long build up to what they want to be to compete. And I mean, they're never going to really compete with like Oregon, Washington in, in their division, but I think they can compete with Stanford, California or Cal, Washington State, you know, get bowl, you know, be, win six, seven, maybe eight games once in a blue moon. But I think it's it's just going to be a, lot, a little bit longer build for them. Washington State, you know, that's pretty much a rebuild following Mike Leach's tenure. Um, Stanford, I just don't know. I don't think they have a – I think they lost a lot and they don't have a lot coming back. Um, Cal, I think it's just – it's a rebuild that it's, it's – they're a little bit further along than Oregon State. They've got progressively better over the years, the most recent years, and I think they'll really put things together and be a, get, get to bowl eligible this year. Washington, I really don't know about Washington. I can't really. Last year with with Coach Lake, it's it was twenty twenty, which was a weird year. Um, I think they're good. They always are good. I think their brand of football will um, be successful. I just think they're just just a little bit behind Oregon, and I think Oregon solidified at the top of this as the uh, the top team in the North. Uh, in the South, the way here's how I had it. USC, which I'm higher on USC than a lot of people. Like, I'm really high on USC. Like, I have USC like 11 and 1 high on USC. Um, following them, I have Arizona State at 10 and 2, Utah 9 and 3, UCLA at 6 and 6, Colorado 3 and 9, and Arizona at 3 and 9. Uh, Arizona's breaking in a new head coach, I believe. And then, um, or if it's not a new head coach, it's his second year. I, I can't remember quite. Um, Colorado, it's kind of the same boat as Arizona. UCLA, I think this is year, this year, they kind of finally put it together to get to bowl eligibility under, um, Chip Kelly. Utah is pretty consistent. They have a new quarterback. I'm really high on the quarterback, Charlie Brewer. He was a quarterback of Baylor, transferred to Baylor after last year. And for all reports, he's going to be the starting guy. And I, I think he'll be really successful in what they do there. Um, then I have Arizona State at 10 and 2. They had a really good year last year. You know, building yet, they have a lot coming back as well. 
And then, but I have USC 1101, and mostly it's because I have a strong belief in the quarterback position. I have a strong belief in what they do on offense with Graham Harrell, and I think they have an influx of Texas talent, not just the University of Texas, but from Texas. And I think that's going to really, they know how to play that style of offense. And I think USC is going to put, have a really good, if not the best offense in the Pac-12 this year. They're going to challenge for one of the best offenses in the, in the, in college football. And I think that they are going to push Arizona and end up, they're going to have that number one spot. I think they're going to battle for a playoff spot at the end of the year. And I, I know I'm, I'm probably getting too caught up in USC hype, but I'm really high on them. I'm high on uh, Keaton Slovis. I really like what they're doing, so I think they're going to win out of the South, and I think that they will end up going to – they will end up going to the Pac-12 championship game, and I have them – I picked them to win the Pac-12 in 2021. And um, then after that, I don't know. In a future episodes of the podcast, I'm going to make playoff predictions, and I'm going to take all of the, my winners and kind of see where I land on who's going to make the uh, the 14 playoff. But um, that concludes our Pac-12 mini preview. All these are kind of mini previews. We don't really go. We don't cover these teams, so we don't go into a lot of depth. Just going to give my general observations, opinions, preseason going into fall camps, which are a couple weeks away, and that then we'll get to more in-depth previews when you talk about the, the nine teams that we do cover. So next week, we're going to continue our conference previews with the SEC, and that should be very interesting. Now, you can follow me on Twitter, like I said, at Matt D. Workman, that's M-A-T-T-D. W-O-R-K-M-A-N and you can follow the podcast at SWCCFB so until next time keep your head on the swivel realignment's happening all around you and we'll talk to you later Network. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.